Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Coming up on TMS, sandy clams are problematic. Straggly armpit hair. Nothing better than dipping your fry in a frosty. This is my bag. <laughs> Have your way with my mansion. The McDLT of backpacks. We don't talk about Lithgow. Subjective sandwiches. A thermos tat. Crude tools with Bill. Getting along with your upper atmosphere with Bobby and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hey, there's Pepto-Bismol. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. Yay, Pepto-Bismol! Are you gonna throw up? I already did. This is The Morning Stream. No butt-touching. everybody welcome back to tms it's the morning stream for tuesday march 29th 2022 God, i love that weezer song what a great weezer song isn't that a great we i know it's back when it's weezer great... really just tore it up <laughs> he was still we were still holding that thread his sweater was unraveling as he right. walked no, away that's the one that is the song that tristan uh thought sounded like weezer's strange situation and, oh that's uh, right yeah yeah well he's not wrong i don't i kind of hear like the the chord progression but you know what whatever i think uh Bo's song is uh, I'd much rather listen to Bo's song yeah. than the Weezer song. I would too. Take that, Weezer. Take Unfriend that. Unfriend me! Yeah, take that. Uh, what's the <laughs> singer's name? Von, uh, Ch- Ch- Chucky Von P- 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 Potato Head? What is it? Yeah, that's it. Yes, exactly. Uh, his name is Chucky Von Potato Head. I can't remember his right. name. What's his name? Hold on. Uh, don't say it. I know you know okay. it. Yeah. Uh, it's like one of those names, though, that's like kind of um... oh, gosh. Uh, uh... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it's a little. I almost said fruity. I don't mean it in a, like. Pejorative. It's a plural. It's plural noun. His first name. Oh, that's right. Uh, it's it's like. Oh, <laughs> it just flashed past. It just flashed past. All right, his last name. He shares the last name with a uh, beleaguered uh, New York governor. <laughs> uh, hold on, Pataki, uh, Giuliani. Uh, Oh, well, I guess been, there have been a few. Uh, <laughs> current, current governor of... Uh, or I guess it was governor. I guess he was mayor. I guess Giuliani. Oh, mayor. I'm sorry. Yeah, mayor. Yeah. Giuliani was mayor, but... Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh. Uh, 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 Jules? No. J- uh, uh, Cuomo is the last name. That's correct. First yes. name is... Uh, j- uh, j- not Jules. It's like something with an S. 
It is with an S. Yes. Good. I can't do it. <laughs> it is with Rivers, an S. This is Rivers S- Cuomo. Oh, it's Rivers. Frick. Rivers. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that hurt getting that out. That actually know, caused me pain. And you still never got it out. I never. I didn't. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like they had to do C-section in the end. I pushed and pushed, and no head would pop, and I finally had to just pull the baby out. <laughs> Why are you guys all shouting Barry? Barry! Yeah, why are they yelling Barry? What's their Barry deal? I don't know. Oh, that reminds me. In my bag is something. What do you got? uh, Brian's got uh, something in his bag, y'all. This is my bag. This is the bag I take, uh, my road bag, my my going on trips bag. Mm. It's one I got for having a very good um, uh, performance in The Longest Day, which is the Alzheimer's research. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's cool. You don't call back. it your stink bag like Bill does, right? No, because I don't put anything in there that will stink. Oh, that's good. That's good. Now, um, an old can uh, of sardines, open can of sardines. Uh, you know, I can hide. There's a lot of places, Benjamin, that I could hide weed in there if I wanted to. Oh, there's hell even yeah. like here's one of the best parts. Like right here yeah. is a uh, this bag or this this pocket. You see that? It's like. Oh yeah, look at that! It's like a like a heat. It keeps uh, stuff warm in there. So like, if I'm getting on a plane, I want to throw a a Quiznos in there. It'll yeah. stay nice and warm. It's like the McDonald's uh, BLT. You can keep the hot side hot and the cool side cool. I exactly. Like so Barry and Bobby Ann brought me something in, or bought me something at the pinball festival. Yeah. And I just remember remember that when you guys were putting Barry in there because I put it in one of the pockets that I forgot to empty when I got home. They got me a chocolate. Gold covered Pikachu head. Oh my lord! Is that wrapping on there or something you eat the outside? That is something you eat. That is a an edible luster gold luster dust. Ooh, it's what it's called, luster dust. Which luster is dust. My favorite, uh, my favorite movie starring Divine. Yeah. Was, uh, oh, she she <laughs> was so good luster in that. Dust. Hey, wait! I got a question about Divine real fast before you. I think you should eat. That. <laughs> I think you should eat that. By the way, on the air. But I want to ask this question about okay. Divine. The problem is, I want to eat one of the ears. Yeah. But if you don't start with the mouth, then when you eat the ears, uh, you hear them screaming. It's the same with. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's the same with. Uh, but the scream uh, is just Pikachu. Crackers. I choose you or something. It's no big deal. That's why. That's why I always start with the head when I eat animal crackers yeah. because I don't like the screaming. Yeah, I always say I always start with the head. That's my that's my motto. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, my question about Divine. Yes. Divine was this actor slash well uh, waters used him in a lot of movies and stuff right yes yes and i say him because i don't know what the preference was there this was right. a different it was time pre, it was pre-pronouns so did i mean divine presented as female so i guess you say she did she because i i always thought maybe or was it one of those deals where no just uh just a, like a drag queen at night but in the day i'm just Good old Phil Phillips. Divine. My- this is a very interesting question. Pre, right? Like pre when we knew to ask the right questions. Yeah. Um, was Divine? Uh, I mean, he was a drag queen. Yeah. Uh, actor. Um, like good stage stuff, right? All that kind of thing. As far as yeah, I know, exactly. My memory. Uh, Pink it. flamingos. I think that was the one where uh, she ate a turd, or he ate a turd. Ew. Really? Actual poop? Yeah. This happened? I've seen Pink Flamingos. I don't remember that. Is it Was it Pink Flamingos? Oh, my uh, gosh. Let's see. The dog feces in the infamous final scene is real. According to director John Waters, the dog was fed steak for three days beforehand. Divine's reaction to eating it was real. 
I, it's real, real poo. I, real dog poo. I didn't know this. Sounds like we need to watch this for film sake. Oh, my gosh. We really should do a, a Waters movie. We should movie. do a John Waters movie. Yeah, yeah why absolutely. not? Yeah, we don't have any thin mustache directors we watch for. I mean, it is, a, uh, it is a guaranteed what gross Scott out the most. Oh, yeah. You'll, be, you'll just be... <laughs> cringy just waiting for the final scene to get to it <laughs> honestly i remember that movie seeing it with bill my friend bill at the blue uh i forgot the name of the theater we used to have this little theater called the blue something and we watched it together and i remember thinking oh that was weird and i get why he's no tour and all this i do not remember dog poop don't remember it mm. wonder if you uh left was it in a stinger a post-credits I mean, stinger? <laughs> it was to get you excited about the sequel, I don't, I don't know. Oh, there's a video. Okay. I ain't looking. Oh. Pops and recline. I ain't looking. Yeah, Can't look. Uh, by the way, J.C. Calhoun says, according to Wikipedia, Divine considered himself to be male and was not transgender or transsexual. That is that is the other right, the other part of this, right? Oh, is okay. it just someone okay. who wants to perform as a woman but is not transgender, not transsexual? Right. Nobody. Nobody yeah. called. Um, who, who's the comedian that just died? Um, Who's the president that liked to dress in a women's clothes? Uh, no, it wasn't president. It was uh, J. Edgar Hoover. Was a <laughs> oh, that's right. It was the yeah. FBI. Uh, right, J. Edgar poor guy. Um, who who am I thinking of? Who just passed away? Big big rotund dude. He was in baskets. Won Emmys for that. Oh um, yeah, J- Louis Armstrong. Louis, Louis Armstrong. Armstrong. Louis Anderson. Oh, this <laughs> Come on down, we're gonna play the feud. There we go, Louis Anderson. He um, Louis Anderson. He played his mother in that show, but nobody ever yes. went. Oh, we need to start calling no. him, him her. We don't, we don't say so. that about Lithgow or um, oh, John or Lithgow, Dustin right. Hoffman or you know any of that stuff. So. Wait, when did Hoffman? Hold on, don't there was, answer. A, there was a okay. All don't right. answer that. Hold on, Hoff, Dustin Hoffman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Tootsie, the obvious one. Yes. <laughs> just for a second, this I was like, fun. wait a minute. I, let's just rent, like, we're just going to rabbit hole our way through a bunch of stuff that we both have problems remembering. Yeah, none, none of this is good. Um, all right, I found a thing I wanted to share. So I like, a, I like a good sandwich. You do too, I think, right? Yes, I do like a good sandwich. Yeah. And by good, you know, that that's, that's, it's a, the, the word good is is uh, what's the word? It's it's a personal word. You're not all going to feel the same. Yeah. Objective, yeah, or subjective rather. And so, I found a list of sandwiches that I wanted to ask you if you would eat these. Okay, all right. Uh, some people find these uh, beloved, mm-hmm. and some people uh, eat them on the regular. And I just don't know yet. So I'm I gonna, will not be eating the Spinal Tap shit sandwich. I would not eat that either. <laughs> okay. Um, good. So here's your here's number one. On this list, I found on allwomenstalk.com. All women. Oh, no. Mm. All women. No. Stock. That's stock. what it is. It's allwomenstock.com. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they didn't. I bet they didn't look at that uh, as one long all lowercase word when they uh, created that website. Nope. Welcome to penisland.com, everyone. <laughs> Um, all women stock. That's pretty com. funny. I love it. It's oh, it's so good. awesome. Uh, and I'm, we are not saying the official stance of TMS is that all women stock is not our stance. We do not believe they all stock. Okay, we think a couple of them do. <laughs> right, the yes. most are oh, fun. And you know, you know who you are. Yeah, if you're Ireland. stocking, you know who you are. <laughs> uh, all right, check this out. Honey and cheese. How's that sound to you? Oh, honey. Does it say what kind of cheese? Yeah. So here's one. Um, this is. Goes oh, better it just together says, than friggin' fish and cheese, McDonald's. It says Stilton is their favorite. 
but this is the entire sandwich. So it's bread of some sort. Mm-hmm. Imagine a nice like brioche sort of, you know, yeah. something like yeah. that. And then you I'm got like a slab of, of Stilton or similar Stilton. cheese. Okay. All and right. then just drizzle that thing full of honey. How's that land on No you? problem whatsoever. That sounds awesome. Stilton would be a good a good cheese to pair with honey. All right, fair enough. How do you the feel tangy, about yeah. how do you feel about grapes in your sandwich? Like actual grapes. Fine with grapes. Are okay. we adding it to the cheese and honey sandwich? No, or so, just on its own? Just so, slice So here's what you do. Sandwich. Nope, you do you take two pieces of bread, butter. Yeah. Okay, butter yeah. those breads. And then the filling is chopped grapes. Okay. That's it. That's I have no, again, no problem. Because you know what uh, chopped grapes, the, 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 the more you chop them, you know what they get closer to? Uh, wine is my thinking. Right? Or grape jelly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not quite wine. Not, not quite wine. Yet. I mean, okay. sure. If you keep going and leave, let it sit for a while. Then <laughs> yeah, do it with your feet. Let them sit. But, yeah. Just... That's that's the problem with if you don't have a uh, a mortar. You need a mortar in there to hold the grapes. Otherwise, if you if that sandwich veers off of that perfectly horizontal holding, yeah, uh, grapes will fall. That's true. They will, won't they? Yeah, the grapes will fall. Grapes will roll. <laughs> yeah, and they'll be wrathful. They'll, they'll yes. grapes with wrath. Uh, here's here's uh, one that seems common. I don't know why this is on here. Is weird, but peanut butter and banana. I used to have those when I was a kid. Oh. Nothing wrong with that at all. There, oh, there's a place here that did a bacon, peanut butter, and banana sandwich because he made it for Elvis. It was when Elvis came to Denver. This guy was was hired to make the sandwiches for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was, of course, in Elvis's fat years. Yeah, um, and years. <laughs> he had a restaurant on uh, uh, Union Avenue by Alameda. Mm-hmm. And I swore one of these days, or one of the one one day when it was open. I was going to go there and get a bacon, peanut butter, and banana sandwich. Because it's basically like it's on the menu with highlights and arrows and lightning bolts and whatever around it. Tina and I only ever went there for breakfast, but the place was decked out with uh, photos of Elvis and press clippings from his time in Denver and all that stuff. But they're gone now? And you can't still go? Or? They just closed like oh. two weeks ago or something. Mid, Mid-March, mid I think they closed. Should have gone and asked for a fish I sandwich. I should have gone. Yeah. I'm so bummed I missed out on that and I didn't think about that. Too now. early to get a peanut butter and banana sandwich? You <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> too, too late, I guess. Um, yeah. All right. Here's uh, this one. Now, I, you know, Nutella, I get it. On bread, it's fine. Whatever. How do you yep. feel about Nutella with cheese, like cheddar? Ooh, now we're getting into some dangerous territory because chocolate and cheese, because Nutella is hazelnut, chocolate hazelnut spread. Yeah. Um, yeah, and that's weird, right? That's weird. That is. That I don't is think that's weird. the right combo. I feel. I feel. I feel like that's rough. And this. This one yeah, that literally says in yeah. in the quote, uh, "Don't knock it till you tried it." I mean, I would try it, but I don't. I'm not seeking that out. I would try a a, a bite of it, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I'd try. I'd try one bite. Yeah. And if I was blown away, well, maybe I'd stay for the full full deal. But uh, yeah, I'm not convinced. So the the sandwich, by the way, the yeah. the Elvis sandwich is called Fool's Gold Loaf. Ew. Loaf no, because like loaf. it's the sandwich consists of a single warmed hollowed out loaf of bread filled with the contents of one jar of creamy peanut butter, one jar of grape jelly, and a pound of bacon. Oh, okay. so no banana. I thought there was banana in there, but uh, definitely is fat years. Holy crap! Yeah, that's a lot. Uh, yeah, I don't think that's for me. I think that's no. Too much. I don't think that's for anybody who's who's basically not. Uh, 
uh, hoping for a heart attack. Yeah. Although, it's too bad it was the drugs, though, right? It would have been cool if he'd have, if he'd have died on that toilet trying to pass a giant sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> trying to pass the big fool's gold loaf turd. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a better story, I think, because otherwise yeah. it's just sad. He uh, liked that thing so much, he actually flew his private jet out to get one of those. To uh, Denver those to get it? Yep, yep. It's, it's, wouldn't it be better I put to... A, uh, I guess it wouldn't be. When you're Elvis, you have all the money, so who cares, I guess, right? Yeah, right. I put a link in the um, the chat room to an article on Messy Nessie Chic, and it's got a photo, like a cutaway photo of the sandwich with all of that bacon and peanut butter and jelly in there. Oh, we got to see this. Okay, if you're watching the YouTube archive of the show or you're here live, this is uh, this is yeah, it's on Messy Nessie Chic. Look at this right here. Oh gosh, that actually yeah. looks really good. It does. I would do like basically if you take that, cut one inch of it. <laughs> I would feel like that is a maybe maybe two inches. I'd feel like all right, that's a good sandwich. I could I could uh, I could do. I'm just trying to word this in a way that doesn't give that doesn't make it too easy for Jamie. I yeah, mean, I don't want to. Yeah. I love Jamie. I just don't want to make things too easy for him. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Uh, I understand. But I would do two inches of that sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. No, you you still yeah. made it easy, but I, but I still I like made it easy. But he's gonna have to cut it really tight after after two inches, but before the sandwich. Yeah, which is also <laughs> also good in its own right. That, last <laughs> that might actually also be uh, good material. Um, I wanted to show everybody real quick this couch on Elvis's plane. What an ugly plane interior. That's so <laughs> ugly. And I know it's of a time, right? I get it. Yeah. But, yeah. Oof, my I like gosh. that. that uh, yeah. That couch with the. That's that so looks mad. like somebody put another couch on top of a couch. Yeah. It's bad. <laughs> it's just really ugly. In that bedroom. Ugh, I don't want to yeah. be on that plane. That anyway. guy right there. So right under those photos of the couch, the, the bald guy holding the sandwiches, that is Nick of Nick's Cafe. He's the guy who served him, served the, the sandwich, and he's the guy who also brought us our breakfast. And you can see how covered the walls are with Elvis memorabilia in there. Oh, yeah. There's more Elvis there than El- than Elvis has, feels like. Yeah. Uh, so so, uh, um, so I don't know. Why, why, wouldn't you do, why wouldn't you do this? Why wouldn't you have a suitcase full of ingredients this guy and then Elvis say, you know what? I'm flying you to Nashville for the weekend and you're just going to make the sandwich for me and you're going to hang out with me and I'm going to let you just have the, your way with my mansion and stuff. Why wouldn't you do that <laughs> instead of fly there? You know? Uh, well, let's probably, think about this. I mean, all right. I'm trying to find a good equivalent. You like, uh, you like Freddy's? Yeah, I do like Freddy's. So do you feel like you'd get the same Freddy's sandwich if if one of the the minimum wage kids from Freddy's came over with um, <laughs> beef, a bun. Fair, some, uh, fair point. You make a fair point. However, if this guy that your tone is here, yes, if he yes. came over and made it, I would feel pretty good because that's just all handmade stuff. All he right? has to do is just right. He just has to cook a pound of bacon. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else comes out of a jar yeah. and slices a loaf in half. So that's yeah. You're probably for for that one. You're probably. Right. I hope yeah. he's he's is he still with us? This little dude or. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because the the interviews were talking about how sad they were to close, but they're just like, yeah, we're we can't do the restaurant thing anymore. Yeah. Nobody cares about Elvis anymore. <laughs> right. It's not selling. We don't seats. talk about Elvis. No. Nope. Nope. How about this one? All right, we got. Uh, this is one that would uh, upset some people. I know. Okay. All right. Pineapple and mayonnaise. How's that land? Oh, right. now we're getting into into no territory. Yeah, this is almost a for sure no for me. But it pineapple says I like mayonnaise. I like those says, two together. Feel like a, an unholy 
bastion of terror. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it said, it says here, according to this person, he says, this is, I don't like mayonnaise and I don't particularly like pineapple, <clears throat> but he says the combination of the two is amazing and he was blown away by it and he couldn't believe God, it. I just, I uh, would, I guess I would try it, but I don't, I wouldn't make any uh, promises on, on that could be a fun more than one, one bite. That could be a huh? fun. Sh- that could be a fun show test for us. <laughs> we both have to do it. This is not a you know not a solo situation. Oh, we both have to do it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah do, we do, 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 do we do? Do we do uh, weird sandwiches at TMS Vegas? As oh part my of the, lord! Because uh, we need we've been looking at like what we can do as far as like a live a thing we could do live. Yeah, it could end up being my, that. My plans for a game show are quickly fading as we approach, and uh, I don't know what venue we have or what our options are going to be for a display, a video. Yeah, but don't worry, everyone. Something will come together. Yeah, yeah. We're definitely doing something, and, and uh, uh, I just don't know if we're going to have video screens, which which the thing I'd like to do hinges on a video screen. Yeah, that, that would make a difference. All right, uh, this is maybe just as bad. Peanut butter and pickle. How's that one land? Mm, I'm sure that's somebody's pregnant uh, <laughs> pregnant concoction. Yeah, uh, you're having a baby. You eat that. Otherwise... Peanut butter and pickle. Are we... <sighs> I'm trying to decide. Like, would it have to be sweet pickles to do it? Oh, that, good, good point. This doesn't specify. Dill um, would be tough. The the tartness of the dill would just absolutely clash with the. Uh, the oh, this says this not, definitely says dill. So you're it you're, does say you're, dill. Yeah. So you're right to be concerned, though. I don't think that. I think that's. I think the idea there is maybe the tartness is the key, but I, it sounds wrong up, up front. I just can't. I don't think I could. Yeah. Do it. Uh, toast. Uh, I you, would. Yeah, I would try it, but I I don't know. How about uh, toasted Starburst? What? Yeah, you can toast Starburst. I the little so. fruit chews. Yeah, it says. Uh, oh, you know what? I think I remember doing this with the kids once. How do you toast them without them just turning into runny goo? I don't remember. Kim would have to answer this for me, but we did this with the kids once, and it was good, I think. But how did we do it? We had a fire pit. And we used okay. to do, you know, marshmallows and stuff over it. And somebody sure. said, oh, you got to try Starburst. And we did it. And it somehow worked. But I don't remember what the deal was, how, how it worked. You, you probably, I mean, I guess that's the thing, right? You just, you roast it until it starts turning into a goo. And that makes it easier to spread on the uh, on the thing. Oh, Gordo the Great, or Gordok the Great says, we do toasted Starbursts when we go camping. Yeah. Uh, they don't melt that quickly. Yeah, they don't. They don't melt very quickly. That's the weird thing. The outside it? caramelizes pretty quickly, so the inside doesn't. Oh, yeah, but you have to be careful because I remember one of my kids burning their tongue or something. Yeah. Like oh, he- by the way, Cleo. So Cleo's saying when I was pregnant, I used to carry around a little bag of insert your guess here to stave off nausea. Oh wow! <laughs> um, before we get to that question, seeing her reminds me. Did you know? Did you know that Gwyneth Paltrow has a new candle in the Goop store? No way. Yes. What's it set? What's the? It is. This candle smells like my orgasm. Oh, oh. Okay, that really escalated. Then she went. She really yes. did go next level. Okay. <laughs> she did. Yes. Okay. That's. Uh, I don't you know. know uh, yeah. I don't want to know. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to pass on that candle. <laughs> As I was searching for that one, I found a third one, and this is not a. This is not a joke. She also has one called <laughs> This Smells Like My Prenup. <laughs> my prenup for real? Yes, this smells like my prenup. What is a prenup? 
smell like? Prenuptial uh, agreement? Yeah, for, but what does it uh, smell what like? you sign? Oh, what does it smell like? I don't know. Probably like uh, paper. You ever smell paper? Yeah, you ever, <laughs> ever smell paper? <laughs> is that, uh, is that basically that like, uh, did, did uh, Chris Martin get half of her vagina candle money? And so this is kind of like a reminder? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Does he, uh, he doesn't really talk about his time there, does he? Pretty no. quiet about it. Why wouldn't you be? You'd be private about your life. Yeah, exactly. They were always, I mean, they always seemed to be kind of private and yeah. not defensive, but protective of their, yeah. of a little apple. <laughs> yeah. Which makes sense. You know, you want to be, you want to keep your private life for as private as you can, but then you also right. want to sell candles that you claim smell like your orgasm. So there's that. The, the eye child. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Chris Marr would say, yeah, actually that's, <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Or what if he said, well, I don't recognize this at all. Uh, that means she was <laughs> faking it. That's right. All right. right. Uh, like Elaine says, fake, 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 fake. All right. Oh, did you see? I put a link uh, on Twitter today. There is, oh, I did see this. You already know this. Did this you know about awesome. that? This is awesome. Did you, put the, did you put the link or where did you? Because I never saw a link. Yeah, because I in my original tweet, I effing forgot to put oh. the link because I'm, <laughs> oh. because I'm new to Twitter. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I was, you know, just a, uh, a web designer. Sure. Uh, just a uh, simple Thought man. out by your scientists. Yeah, yeah. Taught the ways of social media. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the address? I want to see this. Watch, watch Seinfeld.net. Seinfeld.net. I can't edit my tweet. So is it? It's not an option, is it? No, it's not, is it? never has been, which sucks. Okay, so why does this exist? This seems illegal, doesn't it? Right. How, yeah. How is it that they're able, is it because you can't choose? Uh, it's just a live stream or something? Seinfeld. Oh, gotcha. Thank you, Wayne's PDX. I get the joke. I get it. Oh, well, we're a little it slow. More, it it, it, it uh, touched a nerve because I want to be able to edit my tweets. That's for all. some reason, the .NET's not working for me, but the .CC works for me. Oh, weird. Uh, maybe the, uh, we, maybe we've already broken it. Maybe it's not even the no, same. Watch Seinfeld is working for me. Weird. Oh, so no, that is too. Okay. Are you spelling Seinfeld correctly? Yeah, I got it. I, yeah. I got it, but for some reason. So there's another one called .CC, and they let you do it per episode. This one just plays in perpetuity, right? Just plays. Yeah, this one plays. is a nonstop, one right after another episode. And I don't know if they're showing them in order or showing them in a – it would be better, I think, if they were showing them in a random order. But uh, Oh, interesting. They're doing – Okay, so I'm just trying to see this domain's hosted off off uh, offshore somewhere. So that's how they're getting away with it. It's just some. Oh, hacker. really? Like yeah. an offshore <laughs> Swiss bank account yeah. website? Because otherwise, this is illegal what they're doing. Because um, it's you know yeah. the rights yeah. are owned to a thing. Oh, this is a great one. It's where uh, Newman's giving him giving him advice <laughs> while uh, about the bike that she got. Right. <laughs> yes, the Kramer wants, so they're going to cut the bike in half, and uh, yeah. that's great. I love stupid. Oh, look at all the stuff, stuff in the background of Newman's uh, apartment. Holy oh, yeah. cow! Yeah, that guy's got. He's a. I think he's. A, like they never really menus said it. on the wall. A, a Chinese food container. He's a hoarder. A big, a big ice cream, plastic ice cream cone. Yeah, he's a hoarder. I think that's what's going on. There. Yeah, they just never dealt uh, with the 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 hard hitting psychological issues of hoarding. Uh, instead, they laughed right. it off and made a show. Right. Uh, anyway, finally, Brian, right. how do you feel about a potato chip and ice cream sandwich? How does that one land for you? <laughs> We're getting that ice cream place that has the macaroni and cheese ice cream. I would, I would, of all of them, I would actually try that because 
heaven knows one of the greatest things you can do is go to Wendy's, order some fries and a Frosty, and dip your fries in the Frosty. And those are just two Kevin Bacons away from potato chips and ice cream. I agree. Yeah. I think this would be okay. As, as yeah. weird as that may sound on the surface of it, let's go for yeah. it. It sounds all right. I like potato chips in all sorts of weird places. <laughs> Not... <laughs> <laughs> softball Jamie you don't even have to do anything with that one no. that's like such an easy edit right there just play the first 12 minutes of today's show and you've you've got your mashup <laughs> uh, alright there's that a uh, quick follow up from Tony uh, the other day as you know I registered a complaint yeah. my complaint was that heaters from Costco this one over here this radiating heater should be better and actually heat the room and not be only two two basically two settings cold or burning hot and i wanted some in the middle here's what tony in buffalo said in re- in regards to that okay so that's taste, a guy who knows cold by the way yeah oh well, i bet he does dude buffalo you got the you got your bills you yeah. got your um your wings your wings yeah your wild wings right <laughs> well, sure. Uh, I don't know how much they how how good they feel about Buffalo Wild Wings, but yeah, oh yeah, if that really originated there, or if that's just some you yeah. know bastardization of the who, name, who knows? I don't know what else they got in Buffalo. You got other stuff, I'm sure, but you got a lot yeah. of snow. Is the point anyway? A lot says, of winters, heavy winters. Oh yeah, heavy winters. He says, uh, "Hey, slumber and bunk, get a quartz <laughs> electric heater from a good name. They radiate heat well and have no Ooh. eco settings." I got mine. I don't see the word no. Just have eco settings. Just oh, and oh, I thought it said and have no. Why did I read that? I don't know, but you want eco settings. I guess you do. It says I got mine at Lowe's, and they are pretty quiet. I enjoy sitting next to it while I eat a tender, crisp bacon bacon cheddar ranch. Love the show, though, Tony. Nice. I think that's him trying to get me to play something. So I guess I will. Yep. Hold on. It's a tender, crisp bacon cheddar ranch. I'm here for you, there, Tony. Um, Okay. I quartz electric. Never heard of it. I'll check it out. Interesting, yeah. yeah Get it um, from a good name, though, Scott. Like, yeah. Like what does that Mike mean? Or uh, Charlie? <laughs> I don't know what to. I don't know how to. I take don't know either. I think like you know, get one that's like Delonghi or some some reputable uh, heater name. I think Quartz is the is not the brand. It's a, um, it's a style type. of heater. Yeah. It's a so type just of get heater. one that's made by a, a legit brand and not don't get the anchor. Quartz electric heat. <laughs> Actually, the Anchor model would be one of those reputable brands. I think Anchor is doing great right now. There's a there's a whole bunch of these. Um, let's see. Okay, there's a brand called Comfort Zone that is all over Amazon. I don't know if they're any good. Um, there's a brand. Oh, okay. We've heard of uh, Duraflame makes one. <laughs> uh yeah, but they make things that set on fire. That's what I thought. But they've got yeah. an actual uh, thing, Gigantics. I don't know any of these brands, so good name. Uh, Quark, uh, Black & Decker makes one. Okay, that'd be cool. Uh, um, the best seller on here is a $30 one, but there's no brand. It just says generically uh, portable electric space heater with thermostat, and that's all it says. Mm, thermostat. Thermostat. Oh, uh, yeah, wow. Well, that's a, I saw Bosch, and I'm like, oh, how much is that one? $873, Gee. but it's... It's not a quartz heater. It is a thermo technology 40-gallon standard electric storage water heater. Oh, that would that not work for said, what I need. Yeah, they just took my results and said, let's throw the word water in there. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I'll you know what? I'll do some looking. If anyone yeah. knows a good brand, I mean, here's Costway, Heatstorm. I don't know these people. Heatstorm. Heatstorm. <laughs> I feel like a... 
uh, an, un, uh, an Overwatch character just popped his ultimate. I don't know what that even is. <laughs> right. I was thinking that first guy you battle in uh, Ice Crown Cit- Citadel. Uh, oh, Bone, Bone Storm. Storm. Yeah, what yeah. was his name? Uh, Bone Rattler? Rattlebone? Bone, Bone uh, Rattler. Right. Yeah, well... <laughs> Old boner, old boner, the boss, boner, the boss. Yes, that's right. I have no idea. Rivers Cuomo is his name. All right, we're gonna we're gonna do some news and uh, catch you guys up on the happenings around oh, the world. Yeah. Marigar, so. thank you, Lord Marigar. Oh, Marigar, that's it. Yeah, he's a fun. Yeah. That was a fun encounter. That was that was a fun raid. That whole raid was great. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I still say I don't know. The game kind of peaked there. It was some of the best stuff mm-hmm. they ever did. Mm-hmm. Now this. Look at that. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by. It's a debate for the ages when a 40-something contrarian film critic and a 26-year-old Disney-loving former theater major recommend their favorite movies to each other. Find out if hosts Adam Mock and Melanie Weir can bridge the cinematic generation gap and hopefully learn to like something out of their comfort zone on Made You Watch, a podcast. Uh, New episodes every Wednesday. Subscribe everywhere you get your podcasts and keep up with the show on Twitter at Made You Watch. Check it today. Very nice. They, they also left a nice little uh, note about uh, how much the shows mean to them, and it was very nice. Aww. So I just want to say thanks well, to thank them. thank you guys. Yeah, it was really nice. Excellent. And I will check out your show. All right. Here's your uh, first story. An on-duty <laughs> Chicago cop. <laughs> I don't know. I'm You know, duty's funny, but I, don't, I didn't expect to laugh at it. I don't know why. Yeah, I know. It's just funny. Like, on-duty. Yeah, just, <laughs> just happened. Anyway. Uh Chicago cop who was on duty was act- allegedly served food containing hair and dirt after ordering food from a drive-up <laughs> Wendy's. <laughs> That's just our Baconator, sir. Yeah, sorry. The, yes, the hair is on purpose, and the dirt yeah. is extra. Did you get dirt from a Wendy's salad, didn't you? No, it was a Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. Yeah, I'll never forget that. It was a dirt clot yeah. in there, and it was like, I know I always say this, but I always have to point out, it was like a wet dirt clot, but if you tapped on it, it opened up and it was full of dried <gasps> dirt. Poof. Yeah. yeah. So it was like crazy. Remember crazy sand or whatever it was? Magic sand, was it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is that what that was like called? That? Oh, interesting. When we were kids, whatever that stuff was. But it was one of the worst things that ever happened to me at any sort of food establishment. Yeah. And it took me 20 years between then and the next time I ate anything at Carl's Jr. Wow. It was That's recent. right. Yeah, it was the footprint on the Wendy's burger. That's right. Yes. yes. Right. Yeah, that, Somebody's was the, that was the Wendy's experience. Yeah, so Wendy's has, got, has their moments. Uh, <laughs> it says here, a female officer drove through uh, this drive-up, reportedly started eating her food, and she discovered that hair and dirt were in there. Mm. Chicago Police Department CPD has uh, confirmed that the detectives are investigating the incident. The news outlet states the officer proceeded to order a double cheeseburger and was already eating when she found hair and dirt. Uh, <sighs> Ooh, just dirt. Just the sound of dirt in your teeth, man. Yeah, that's yeah. the worst. All I have to do to Kim, I've, I think I've said this before. All I have to do is suggest the idea that there's sand in something, uh-huh. and she can't put her teeth together for the next twenty minutes. Wow. Or so. Oh yeah, right, right. Oh, I hate that. Well, I hate that feeling too. And it's sad because I really like clam chowder, but that you, oh. I know exactly the thing you described—the sand, the grit that can't you sometimes get. People, I get people that with sometimes like, just eating an oyster, like you get a, a little chunk of shell in there. Yeah, uh, it's just part of my problem with those things. But man, people like, <sighs> oh, here in Boston or, or wherever, Vermont, we can't eat clam chowder unless there's some sand in it. I'm like, well, then you, <laughs> more for you then. 
I don't want it. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, no I don't know those things have a quota. They must contain sand. Yeah. The can the the one I had supposedly it was a very authentic bowl I had in San Francisco once. Yeah. Was full of sand, oh, and I God. said to the lady, "This seems wrong. Is this normal?" She's like, "Oh, that's that's what everyone demands. This is how this is how it's, you know it's authentic." I'm like. Yeah, maybe what that, else is on your she menu? Was, that must be something she tells to tour, obvious tourists. Oh yeah, everybody demands that this is authentic. <laughs> yeah, I never kind of, I kind of, never got over that statement because I was just yeah, like, really, this that can't is be. such bullshit. That, that is can't such be true. like. Uh, Can it be true? It's not true. Pardon my French, but <laughs> that seems like total BS. Yeah, chat room. Unless someone can confirm, I think that lady was having her way with me a little bit. Again, I think that might not be the the phrase you you meant. Oh, uh, that may not be the way to to mention to say it. She's gotcha. having a laugh. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Um, oh, uh, they talked to the manager of the place. Uh, they the manager gave the sergeant attitude. Says the report. I would not take her complaint seriously, and all they would do is offer her a refund. Uh, the report. Wow. Well, I don't know what else, what else do they expect her to do though. Like uh, beyond a refund, what would you expect from that? Just a, a yeah, an apology? I mean, I guess an apology and a and a here's a here's a coupon for free. We're giving you this one, and we're and uh, you know we give we'll remake your burger. We yeah. apologize, and here's a coupon for another free entree sometime you come back. Yeah, there's a, there's like a three there's a three win kind of way to do this. Yeah, yeah, they exactly. didn't do it. Um, they did not do it. They did the report, not follow the rules. The report everything. notes that the officer became ill as a result of the incident, began to throw <sighs> up several times. Uh, she declined medical attention at the scene, though, because she's a tough mother effer. Yeah, I I have issue uh, with hair. If I find hair in food, yeah, even if it's Tina's, even if it's uh, you know, believe it or not, I do have hair, uh, oh, eyebrows, yeah. and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, even my own, I think I have issue, issue with. I have a problem with any hair and food. I well, know, I know. Rublak says, "Wow, Brian has an issue with hair." <laughs> I mean, I think a Listen, lot of people do. That's pretty common. But I always wonder, like, if it's such a strange thing for humans to be totally cool with, like, you know, you're, let's say you're with your girlfriend and you're running <laughs> your fingers through her hair. You love her hair, beautiful, long, yeah, lustrous yeah, yeah. hair. It's so nice. You love it. The minute one of those strands falls off and lands in your soup, you're like, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. I can't eat this. Yeah, it totally is. Exactly. I, I, I'm i sorry. We cannot see each other anymore. That's I so loved, weird. I loved your hair to run my fingers through it. Uh, now that it's been in my mouth, now I'm done. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah. The same hair you were just nuzzling before going, oh, your hair smells right. so great. You know, exactly. having it all yeah. up in your face, like worse than you're going to do with that soup when you take it out. Yet somehow yeah. the minute it detaches, we all get grossed out. It's really weird. Weird yeah, human behavior, exactly. Exactly. but I get it. I'm with you. I don't want anybody's hair in there. Uh, I assume the worst. Like if it's a hair, I don't. I don't even think it's the server. I go, well, who's what? What cooks armpit strangly armpit hair? Oh, yo, God, yeah, because you don't have to assume. You don't want to. Oh, God, yeah, you don't have to assume that it's from their head because they probably have a net. Yeah, is the oh. Terry in the chat says another Seinfeld reference? What the hair thing? I didn't, I don't remember that. Is that a yeah, thing? Like when it leaves hmm. your body. It's suddenly gross. Yeah, I don't know. I don't okay, know. cool. Yeah. <laughs> Straggly armpit hair. Uh, let's move on to the story here about Pete Davidson. Who, who guaranteed has straggly armpit oh, hair. Oh, you know he does. 
And it all, yes. it's all. Somebody, can't remember where I heard it, but somebody, somebody was doing an impersonation of Pete Davidson says, hi, I'm Pete Davidson. My tattoos look like the notebook of a teenage school shooter. <laughs> <laughs> so do. now that's all I can think of. They do. He doesn't even bother with it. He just goes into whoever does them for him and says, here, write this sentence and do it <laughs> right? yes, exactly. in this crappy writing you know like i don't understand yeah. that guy actually i, I kind of i think he's funny but i don't i do not oh, understand okay. his what current, is the what is the allure right how know. does he go from kate it. beckinsale to ariana grande to kim kardashian i i really don't get it girls like funny guys i guess but yeah what was the, i mean there. another seinfeld reference is what is he's the kavorka is that the wasn't that the thing when uh, <laughs> the, the kramer yeah, the Kavorka. Yeah, the Kavorka. When the lady's trying to leave the uh, Orthodox Lithuanian, whatever. <laughs> yes, exactly. I remember what brings you to this. What brings you to the fate? That guy yeah. says. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, he's no longer going to space. This was a bit of news a couple, uh, couple weeks ago that we did actually failed to report here, but he was going to fly in the uh, the Bezos rocket. Right. Um, right. For some reason, Pete Davidson was going to space. That's no longer happening because the launch got postponed and it changed things. He's not going on Blue Origin's next space flight after the company pushed back the launch by six days. Uh, the launch of the Bezos Home Company rocket, uh, originally set for March 23rd, is now for the 29th. That's today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blue Origin's 20th flight to uh, of New Shepard has shifted, blah, blah, blah. Let's see. Five paying customers are set to go on the flight. This includes Marty Allen, an investor and former CEO of the Party Supply Store. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Wait a minute! The yeah. guy who owns the part, CEO yeah. of a party supply store is yep. Uh, yep, pretty weird, okay. right? All right, that's a All weird right. one. Uh, Jim Kitchen, an entrepreneur and business professional professor, rather. Uh, mm-hmm. George Neeld, a former associate administrator of the Federal Aviation Administration Office of Commercial Space Transportation. Mark Hagel, an Orlando real estate developer, and his wife, uh, and his wife. Uh, Sharon Hagel <laughs> and the rest. <laughs> she uh, she founded a space focused nonprofit. Anyway, um, let's see. This doesn't really get into what happened with. Uh, I think it was a scheduling issue, must right? Have been, like yeah. he. Oh, because Pete what... Davidson is somehow so busy that he right. can't what... go to space now. Give me a break. That, that's the question. What what is so? What do you have scheduled that you can't reschedule or miss because you're going into space? No, I don't get it. This whole thing is just a nightmare. We're all living in a nightmare. That's what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, so he's not going to space. You're not going to get his hot take after his space travel. Um, you'll just probably hear some take about him in a car with Kardashian doing something. That's what you'll hear about. <laughs> Further angering uh, ye. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he... Um, there, There's a new Kardashian show coming to the Hulu, I guess. Okay. Like a brand new one. Yeah. And uh, I have zero interest in it. But Yeah. There's another one I won't watch. Yeah. <laughs> But do you think he's going to be all up in that? Probably, probably, right? Oh, probably. Yeah, I would assume so. I mean, if it focuses, depends on how much it focuses on Kim and not Chloe and Because she's definitely in it. Um, and her mom's in it, I know, because she was announcing it on Twitter. Whatever. I don't understand the allure of any of that stuff. Also, she's, she's in trouble right now. Kim Kardashian's in trouble the other day for saying, uh, telling women to work harder or something if they want to succeed in life. Mm. And I'm like, dude. Well, there was a... You're famous for doing it with a 
Right. The You're dude. the only reason we know about you is because of a sex tape you made with Ray J. Yeah, with Ray J. How's that going for you? I mean, I, I understand. <laughs> look, whatever. Once you're there, and maybe they're savvy with media, and I'm, you know, I don't want to discount any actual business acumen that may exist in the Kardashian family, but yeah, sometimes you're just getting lucky, and sometimes you're more plastic than human, and sometimes that's all just working for you in the moment. Did she? Did she tell women to work harder or work it harder? I think maybe she said the, work harder, and then she apologized. Oh, it's one of those apologies where she says, "I'm sorry if anyone received it uh, in a different way." Ah, uh, the I'm sorry, the good old I'm sorry if. Yeah, the sorry ifs. <laughs> those always work real well in the long run. Nice yes, job. Yes. Uh, that's gonna do it for the news for now. We have okay. some more uh, tomorrow. We have a Denver story for tomorrow, so that'll be fun. Uh, <clears throat> we'll get to all that later, but uh, today we got to make room for our guests coming up. We got Bill coming up. We got Bobby coming up. A little science, a little making stuff. Before all of that, a song break that Brian Ibbett made or has. Yeah. Oh, I, I wish I could say I made it. Uh, we're going to be listening to a band called The Lazy Eyes. Um, pulling the information up because, uh, you know, I can't read time and know to expect that we're getting <laughs> to the point of the show where I'm going to need to talk about a song. Um, yeah. All right, these guys are uh, like psych pop, super cool psych uh, psych pop, psych rock, which is, you know, psychedelic rock, but they shorten it for the kids these days. These guys are from Australia. They're called The Lazy Eyes. Their brand new album comes out April 22nd. Uh, It's called Songbook, and this is the first single from it. This is called Starting Over. All right, we're going to play it now. And when we come back, Bill and Bobby, stay tuned.
I don't like this marriage anymore. I've been living life with my husband on the edge of a knife. Ate it? The morning stream. When news breaks, we're there. The next morning. Except on Fridays and uh, the weekend. back hey brian tell me who that was yeah again. that song again is uh is called starting over it's by the band the lazy eyes from australia coming up on their brand new album songbook which comes out next month april 22nd go check it out the band is the lazy eyes very very nice little uh flaming lips in there a little tame impala mm-hmm. yeah not a not a different impala but the tame impala yeah the tame impala the one that uh, yeah. behaves itself and does what i tell it the tame That's right. Impala. Yes, yeah. the tame Impala. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna dive into some maker business with this. Your bat caves open there, Bill. Bill Duran joining us as he does each and every Tuesday to talk about the world of makers and making things. Yeah. Been on a real run lately with some cool stuff. Bill, welcome back. How are you? Oh yeah, uh, I'm doing good. I got a cat right here. Yeah. Aww. I don't know if you can hear her, but I can. What's she made her. out of? Yeah, we got mostly resin or uh, a resin cat. Uh, well, actually, she's mostly fur, and a lot of that fur ends up in a lot of my props. <laughs> <laughs> Carved her out of a, out of uh, some some uh, wrestling foam. Yeah. yeah, big old block of foam. Yeah, you can always tell when somebody's got a cat and all their computer stuff and everything. It's like that stuff in there. There's just no getting around right. it, and it's fine. She's your she's your she's your cat, you know. She's your cat. Yeah. Hey, Bill. Hey. Yeah. When last we spoke, uh, I was working on. I don't know if you're looking at the stream at the video oh, yeah. of the stream. I was working on this Star Wars Ooh. Kyber crystal holder right here. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So good. 3D yeah. resin printed. Uh, that was model one. That I did a week ago. I have now come out with model two, That's which how it always works. Iteration. Still unpainted. But this one is, has got the Star Wars elements on there. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. The that. indentations, that. Some, so, I'm, some greeblies? Some greeblies, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the, um, the piping on top is now silver, chrome, chrome uh, painted. Nice. And because, because I think ahead, I even created little, little um, holes oh, in the back where it. I can ah, hang it on the wall. Oh, that's great. Yeah, See, I didn't even think about it in a shelf fun? shelf configuration. That's awesome. Yeah, because I've got my uh, my lightsabers right back there, and this will be this will sit right beneath the light the lightsabers uh, once it's painted. And oh, it's and, so perfect. Uh, and it still lights up. You know, you just move one of the crystals, or you move the middle crystal, and it all lights up. And mm-hmm. that's awesome. That. Is that yellow one Nicely sitting done. in there weird? Why is that one? Uh, are they are they? They're, I guess they're not snug. They're just sort of hanging out in there. Yeah, they just sit there. Yeah. They're like little like this is what the sleeve stacks used to play with on uh, Land of the Lost to, yeah. to trigger the time the time portal. Oh man, ask your uncles, I guess. <laughs> ask somebody old yeah. about that one. That's yeah. a hell of a thing. Uh, well, all right, that's a good update. I like that. It's looking really yeah. good. Yeah, I love that the iteration that three D printing allows yes. is one of my favorite things. Yeah, that's awesome. Sure. Well, Bill, I like, what did you... I like the term greeblies because I know exactly what you're talking. Yeah, adding little greeblies to make it yeah. look. Authentic. Greedly yeah. sounds like a, right. a, a race in Star Wars, uh, let alone a, yeah, right. a, a, what do you call them, thing on there. Hey, Bill, yeah. uh, you brought stuff. What are you working on? What are you doing? Sure did. Yeah, I wanted to talk about uh, YouTube, something that happens a lot on YouTube and something I've, I've experienced. 
Every once in a while, you may notice that your favorite YouTuber makes a change. Yeah. They change the way they make their videos. Maybe podcasts, probably happens to podcasters mm-hmm. too, right? Sure mm-hmm. does, yep. And uh, every once in a while, now my, I've been making YouTube videos for over a decade now. Uh, and every once in a while, someone leaves a comment to point that out to me that, you know, they're, they're disappointed because I don't make <laughs> videos the same way I make them, you know, a sure. decade ago. Or, yeah. or really, whenever it is that they, they jumped on the train, right? Right. Uh, and it's true. If you go back and watch one of my videos from 2012, mm-hmm. uh, they're quite different. <laughs> yeah. You've, they evolve and iterate, now. turns out. Right. Yeah. They're le- less frequent now. They're longer. I use more expensive tools. I use more advanced techniques. And I'm a lot better at talking to the camera. I also have a lot less gray hair in my head and beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Something that really changed, that right? stuff that stuff really took on a life of its own during uh, COVID. I noticed your your gray went uh, from you yeah. know just starting to yeah. you know nice full gray uh, thing going on for sure. Same with my oh yeah. yeah. I just wish the gray on either side of my beard would come in evenly so that it looked intentional. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could be like me where you still get the brown on the sides. Mm-hmm. And then, but underneath here, it's like white, and then over yep, here, it's yep. a weird. I, what is that about? Why it, it, it's, is it so much to ask that we could all just have at least one genetic thing that isn't all over the damn map? How about that? <laughs> right, hey, maybe something that looks better as we grow older. Yeah, I don't know. Right? That would be okay. nice. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, like I said, I've been making these videos for ten years, and it's changed a lot. Um, and I'm here to tell you, everyone, even though it's a bummer when your YouTube favorite YouTuber no longer makes videos for you, let's say, that change is inevitable, it's necessary, and it is good. It is good. Uh, yeah. I realize um, that if I make a change to my videos, like intentionally change the way I make my videos, I will probably lose viewers. And uh, sometimes people like to point this out. And I'd like to tell them that I already know and worry about that. Sure. <laughs> sure. It's already it's a thing already you're aware of. Yeah. I mean, trust me, as somebody who's had, I don't know, almost 20 years of this, and you make a change to a format of, that somebody's used to, they lose their minds. Like, mm. even when, if yeah, I change yeah. up, when I change this music in the show, uh, we have this mid-break thing where I moved to this recently. All right. So it's this, mm-hmm. like, cool transitional mm-hmm. music. And um, it was just to change things up. No big deal. Most people are 100% fine with it. Even Brian was like, oh, that's cool. I like that. Oh, you know? I love that yeah, track. Yeah, yeah, it was like a neat little change. I still got emails from people going, I, my brain can't deal with it. I can't deal with the change. Right. So you're going to have that kind of even for small, dumb stuff like that. Yeah. And Or even if you just like get a new microphone and your voice sounds slightly different. Yeah. I actually, you know? actually I'm having that right now because my mixer changed and I still haven't quite dialed in my settings for voice mm-hmm. stuff. So I think I sound a little different in the last couple of days, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to narrow it back. It's hard as hell to actually do that. I didn't actually mean to do it, but, but yeah, that can be enough to have people go. This is a change, and my, you know, different people are gonna have different sensitivities to those changes. I guess. Than yep. Yep. That sort of thing, but yeah, um, I feel you. The an interesting to think about with a so so my YouTube channel is ten years old. We have seven hundred thousand subscribers, and we gained them over the ten years, right? We get new viewers every day. We lose viewers every day. It's this constantly evolving mass of humanity, right? And right. trying to appease, like, let's say someone who would be considered an older viewer just to keep them around could also mean alienating newer viewers. Like, there's this this weird, it's this weird algebra that you just kind of have to play in your head when you're making yeah. these decisions. And it's all part of the process. Yeah. Um, 
So what I wanted to talk about is why? Why do we change? Why do our why do our content why does it change over time? Uh, and I have a couple of good reasons here. So mm. first of all, we try really hard to make better quality videos. Every video we make, we try and make a little better than the last one. Yep, absolutely. Right? So that means like um, I, I have a new lav mic that makes me sound a little different because the old one broke. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got I get new camera lenses. We get new cameras. We, we try different things with the lights. We try and up the production value and that changes the final product. And you can change it dramatically too. Uh, but also over 10 years, like we do this as a business and the model changes and our goals change. Uh, something I love pointing out is uh, when I started making videos, I wasn't making any money from videos. All of my income was from commission props and resin castings. Mm. Uh, now I don't do any of that at all. And all of my income comes from videos and books. Yeah. Uh, and that changed over the let's say the first five years of making my videos yeah uh in the first video i made i point out oh look everyone i'm not making tutorials okay these videos are just for fun <laughs> and now it's all i do right yes right yeah <laughs> and most most people would be like yeah awesome i love that you make the tutorials but if i stop making tutorials now there will be a riot right mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, unless I do it very slowly over a long period. Right, that's the thing. Really it's, gradual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. The more gradually you do it, the less they notice. But it's these abrupt changes that can really throw people mm -hmm. into a tizzy. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know, know how you do that. Do you just slowly start shortening the tutorials until finally yeah. they're <laughs> yeah they're gone? <laughs> oh, you know what, Bill? I wonder if this is true for you. So this has always been true for me in the show. If I announce a change, it's way worse. Mm -hmm. Yes, if, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. I just yeah. do the change and just have it happen organically. Most people and don't, don't bring any attention to it. Ninety percent of the time, Completely nobody even accurate. notices. Or if they yes. do, they're just like, "Oh, well, this is just different," and they move on. But when it's somehow, when you make a point of it, now <laughs> it's a talking point. And they have to have <laughs> a say, reaction, and you know, we're going to be changing that middle of the show theme song that we play when we come out of the uh, Indian in the middle. It's like, right. oh no! <laughs> yeah, people <laughs> would have freaked out. But we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, some other good reasons why we changed. So my skills and my wants as a maker have changed. Um, the things I want to do, the, the, the type of projects I want to tackle have changed. I've learned a lot of new skills over the last 10 years. I've also acquired a lot of new tools. <laughs> a lot of very fun sure. new tools. 3D printers, laser cutters, vinyl cutters. I have a rad CNC machine now. And I have an intense desire to use all of these neat tools. Mm. Uh 10 years ago, I had like a sander and a scroll saw and some knives and yeah. that's it. So th my videos reflected that. <laughs> and over time, as I, as I acquired more tools and skills, they've got looped up in the videos, but that means it's a huge shift in how I made those videos. What were the, what were the knives for? What'd you use those for back in the day? I mean, I still use knives every day um, for all sorts of things. But back then, that was all I had. Just gotcha. like an X-Acto knife, right? Gotcha. Mm -hmm. okay. Cutting so, plastic or whatever. So if you're making Carving. one of these, uh, let's see, where's that gun? Oh, I put it somewhere close so I could have it here. Anyway, your Jim Rayner gun you gave me, uh, yeah, yeah. probably p part of that was like you scraping around with, with knives and X-Actos and junk like that. Right. I think I used rocks and sticks for that one, Scott. <laughs> I don't... It was early. It was the early days, yeah. <laughs> that thing Crude. is... Crude tools made yeah, from the yeah. bone of a of a yak. Yes, <laughs> I love this thing, and I'll never let it go because to me it represents this like moment in your career where things yeah, were about yeah. to pop. You know, 
I love mm-hmm. that. It's awesome. And I don't even have one of those. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't even have one to look at. Look, it's in my will, I'll say this goes back to Bill if I die. Excellent. All oh, right. fantastic. Yeah. And then you'll hide it somewhere because you don't actually want to look at it because you'll be annoyed yeah. at how old it is. Yeah. <laughs> I know that feeling. Uh, a couple more things here. One of the things that leads to a lot of change is that keeping things fresh makes this fun for me. Um, while someone might get to watch a 45-minute video from me every couple of weeks or every month or so, I spend all day, every day making these things. And if I just keep making similar props using similar methods and, and materials, I would get bored. I would get so bored. So changing and updating things makes it fun for me. And I don't know if everyone that watches my videos knows this, but that's the most important thing. <laughs> as far as the outcomes of the video is concerned, the most important thing is that it's fun for me to make. Yeah. And I and that and that has to stay that way otherwise I will not make videos anymore. I'm with you, dude. Uh, that's a that's a real. I'm glad you brought that up because mm-hmm. similar. I mean, a lot of people want to know just like the uh, you know all of the reasons why the instance ended when it did, mm-hmm. and part of it was you can only spend so long trying to force it to be what it either was at its peak, yeah, or what it can't be given the certain you know current circumstances around Blizzard or other things. And trying to force it never works. It never freaking works. And no matter what mm-hmm. you do to it, no matter how hard you try, no matter how earnest you are, if you are not passionate for it, it will eventually end in sadness. So you gotta, mm-hmm. yeah, you yeah, gotta not do we, it. We had a, a while when we were in our big shop where we were putting out a video every week. They were long. They were like half an hour to a forty-five minute video every single week. And our YouTube channel was doing gangbusters. Like we we were getting more views than we've ever got before. Uh, and it was destroying me. <laughs> it was so much work. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't fun anymore. Mm. Uh, everyone watching the videos loved it. Of course. And the data reflected that. But it was comp- I couldn't keep it up. Like It was just an insane amount of work. Yeah. And like I said, most importantly, it was no longer fun. Uh, which is why we don't make as many videos as we make uh, as we did back then. Sure. It was insane. Uh, and then my last point is that uh, life circumstances change. Uh, so moving into and then back out of that big shop had a huge impact on the way we make our videos. Um, and some of those things we can't – we it's out of my hands. You can't uh, replicate it. Yeah. You exactly, can. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we make videos now the way we want to make them. We have fun when we make them and we make them at a pace that is healthy for us. Yeah. Uh, and if that – uh, means that someone doesn't want to watch my YouTube videos anymore because I'm not making them for them anymore. That is a them problem. It's not a me problem. <laughs> it's a problem with them. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, that's this is good advice, man. Um, mm-hmm. You've been there long enough. I think that that uh, is enough for people to hear that and go, oh, I should yeah. probably take that advice seriously from a guy who's done this for more than a decade. Sure. Really, the, the lesson is just a little more empathy towards your creators. That's Yeah. That's a good idea. I agree with that. I had yeah. somebody. Uh, it wasn't this show, and I don't want to say what it was. I don't want to. I don't want to make a bigger deal out of it or give them too much oxygen. But it was an actual patron of another show, not this one, who was being really mean and saying terrible things in a Patreon reply about my one of my co-hosts, who I consider to be like oh brothers, yeah. and I was so pissed <laughs> at this. Because it just was, it was showed the like the least possible amount of empathy, and truly, it was this moment of like, 
you you are treating these human beings like they're only objects to you, and they are only right. they're only there right. to perform right. for you and do exactly what you think they should be doing with their lives, and you've forgotten completely about the fact that they're actually real human beings. They have real lives, and they you know they have feelings and stuff. So I yeah. just, I, I went total. I did. I try not to go off on that stuff, but I couldn't help it. It's like, dude, what are you even mm-hmm. freaking doing? No, you got you got to defend them like the your, your brothers, or yeah, like, you know. So yeah. anytime that yeah, stuff that, happens, it's just like, gosh, dang it, freaking. I I haven't been on the receiving end of that. Uh, we don't have um, regular guests on our channel or anything. People we bring in all the time, but um, I watched. I've had friends who do that sort of thing, and sometimes someone will say, "Oh, I really don't like the new host you have," mm-hmm. and. The maker the, the, uh, is like, uh, well, it's it's my friend. Uh, so what uh, <laughs> what do you expect me to do with that information, right? Yeah, Just go to my right. friend and be like, bad news. The folks don't like you. Or this one guy doesn't like you. You're off the show, right? Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or do I just block that one guy and never hear from him again? I'm like, ah, that seems a little bit less resistance than telling all you off can do my is friend. Just- yeah, I mean, all you can do is just uh, move on, say, well, I'm sorry, and and uh, if you find uh, you missed the content, come on back, because I'm still going to be making it for you. That's right, that's right. That's yeah. a great attitude. It's a great attitude and the tasty way to have it. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill, uh, as always, you leave us with a little bonus link or content of some sort. What do you got today? Yes, I do. One of my favorite YouTubers, our friend Ali Spagnola, who is always hustling. Mm. She is such a go-getter. She decided to cover her car in pop sockets. Oh, yeah, uh, this that. is after she covered her car in AstroTurf, and then uh, <laughs> she, she made it into a driving Chia Pet. A chia Pet, yeah. yeah. She's so awesome. So she's removed that to cover the entire thing in pop sockets. I've seen, I've witnessed this car in person. It is becoming quite the legend. Yeah. <laughs> her, her dumping all the pop sockets out that she bought in bulk. Yeah, it was like a weird, oh, yeah. weird levels of anxiety for me because I just thought that is so many, <laughs> so many freaking pop sockets, uh, and you're gonna have to put them all over your car. That car will never, yeah. that car will either never be resellable or will be the ultimate valued car in the history of the world by the well, time. No, those, exactly right. Those pop sockets don't have an adhesive on them. They've got like a, like a really, um, sticky rubber surface that just like. Like you can peel off and not leave any sort of residue. Oh yeah, but what I mean is like it's the same car that had that other stuff done, and when she oh, went to put yeah. these pop sockets yeah. on it, it's still covered in like. Little well, that's true. Yeah, it's got the residue goo. from the previous. Yeah. The but previous I think thing. Yeah. I think she's onto something. She may be able to sell this car one day for way more than it's worth because it'll be seen as the car that had right. all that weird shit. Yeah, on yeah, it, you know? exactly. And it's, since it's, it's a Toyota Yaris, it won't be that. It won't have to be that much to be. More than the car's worth. Yeah, this is true. And these <laughs> pop sockets, she did this with a wall once, right? The same stuff. Yeah, yeah. I played with that wall. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Do you pull them all out and then you just kind of fall back on the wall and let them all go? Uh, I pulled like 10 of them out. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Oh, that was fun. I'm not doing that whole thing. <laughs> Pretty great, though. Um, I wish I had a car I could just do this too. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, these kind of ideas. But this is what she does. So go check it out. It's uh, it's pretty great. Ali Spagnolo on uh, on her, uh, uh, what do you call it? Her YouTube account is what I'm trying to say. YouTube. And, um, her music's amazing. Her fitness stuff is great. She's just a all around kind of a content psycho, really. She mm-hmm. is. It really yeah. is. I, Nobody I, quite I, like I her. envy the amount of content that she puts out on a regular basis. It's absolutely amazing. Oh, she's oh, yeah. peeling the, the chia pet off the car. This is so nasty. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that was it's all dead now. Oh, yep. gross. Uh, that makes me want to take that car straight over to A1 and get it cleaned. Anyway, <laughs> uh, 
Hey, Bill, this has been great. Uh, always fun oh, yeah. to have you on. In the meantime, people can check out your stuff at PunishedProps.com and, of course, the Punished Props YouTube channel, which if you just search YouTube, you'll find it. You should subscribe because there's great stuff there. We hope you have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Hulu. See ya. Bye, Bill. Bye. Bye-bye. Hey, Bill. Bye. See you later, Bill. <laughs> All right. Bobby incoming. Yeah, yeah. Let's get a little science in our lives. Yeah. Because why not, I say. Why not, indeed. Uh, It's always good to have Bobby on. We're going to play his little thing here. Science. Hey, it's time for some science. Yeah, you heard me. Science. With Bobby Frankenberger, who joins us from South Carolina. Right, Bobby? That's where you're at. That's right. Columbia, South Carolina, the capital of the state. Yeah. You got that's where all the moving and shaking happens. That's Uh, where that's where it all happens. We we make it happen here in Columbia, South Carolina. Have you uh who's give me a the most famous person that you know of that came out of Columbia, South Carolina? (laughs) You think Um, of one? Uh it's not a politician. They all suck. Forget those guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> Can't think of anybody, eh? That's all right. Nope. It's okay. You don't always have to have someone famous come out of your hometown. It's totally fine. We have uh, we have a gym named after Strom Thurmond, the famous racist senator. Oh yeah, he was he was racist and a senator. You're right. All right, I'll give you some. How okay. about uh, uh, Aziz Ansari from oh. Parks and Recreation? Oh yeah. How about uh, Anna I Camp, did, who I always plays the point, the actually. blonde woman that you hate in uh, in movies? Yeah. Sure. Uh, Who else? What do you else? Uh, uh, Mike Coulter, the actor, Mike Coulter. Oh, but Mike these are just from, people uh, from South Carolina, not necessarily. Luke, Luke Cage is Mike Coulter. Is from? No, he's from Columbia, South Carolina. These oh, really? are, yeah, either born in, residents of, or closely associated with Columbia, South Carolina. I'll, I will. I'll clear that up. Closely associated. Uh, well, I know that Aziz well, Ansari well. was born there because he's talked about it before. <laughs> so that one's legit. Um, the the Parks and Rec dude. What's his name? Uh, the late night guy. That is, I'm bad with names. Um, with the glasses. <laughs> oh, Stephen oh, Colbert. Uh, Colbert. Colbert. He's from South Carolina. Oh, Damn. all right. I didn't know that. See, not from Columbia though, according to this. Yeah. No, no. Not from but look Columbia. at that though. Uh, look at how the, about? Go ahead. Yeah. How about Kristen Davis, who played uh, Charlotte? I think on Sex in the City. She's sure. one of those. One of those ladies. Yeah, she's wow. one of those ladies that were you know too old to be doing it with the with Chris Noth or whatever. So she's right. good. Look, you got. She, I'm saying- uh, listen, she was born in Boulder, just right up the street. Moved to uh, Columbia, South Carolina, when she was a little kid, where she where she uh, stayed for a long time, lived for a long time. Her father was a provost and taught psychology at the University of South Carolina. Oh, very nice. Ah, that's where I got my psychology degree. Ah. Oh my god, you might have been taught by Charlotte's dad. Yeah, who wow. knows? <laughs> you never know. You might you might be a Miranda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say my favorite my favorite person who, uh, born and lives there is probably Bobby Frankenberger, who joins us today for a oh, little science well, with Bobby. Well, way to bring it back. Yeah, you know, that's what I do. Uh, hey, Bobby, I got an email for you real quick. I didn't warn you about this. You never this, do. This is before <laughs> this is before <laughs> we talk about the big hole we've made. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. This is a question <laughs> for Bobby from Mike I, I think, or maybe that's the lowercase L. I'm not sure. I think it's I. Uh, anyway, says, was wondering if Bobby had a favorite science story from last year and why, Mike. Uh, so 2021, I guess. Did you ha- Was there a story that year where you were like, oh, man, this is an innovative thing or I'll never forget this or this, this changes everything that wasn't like COVID stuff or something? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the tough thing, right? Because 
last year was dominated by COVID, um, and everything else seemed so small. But the 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 my favorite thing from last year, unfortunately, was COVID related. But it, it's like it's like tangential or touches on it, which was the fact that the two um, Nobel Prize winners, both women, um, who won the Nobel Prize for uh, for the um, CRISPR. Oh, the uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was yeah, a big one. The, yeah. So Chris, CRISPR being the oh man, I used to know what what CRISPR the entire acronym was, but um, the uh, the technology that allows uh, scientists to be able to edit genes like just like you're typing in a word document or something. Sure, <laughs> um, sure, sure. They uh, they. They were they won the Nobel Prize for that last year, and it was very, very. It was very quick that they won that, and it because it was so such a big. It's such a big, life changing or world changing technology and, and stuff. So. Sure. Okay. Well, there you go. There's your answer, Mike. We hope that yep. helped you. Uh, let us know, and if you guys have questions for Bob, you can send them in the morningstream at gmail dot com. Today, though, questions. we're going to talk mm-hmm. about something a little different. Uh, remember those big horrible. Australia intense fires in late 2019, early 2020. Do you remember that? I do. It was bad. Yeah. And I remember a lot of Australian listeners in particular were like, oh, you should see it. It's this and that and the other thing. And it was, it was just real gnarly. Mm-hmm. Um, they, that turns out that smoke actually damaged the ozone layer, which is already a little flaky. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and because blazes like that do happen more and more frequently these days, Obviously, there's greater fear that we're going to accelerate the, the you know the the deterioration of the ozone layer. But why this one in particular? What yeah. happened here that's like made it so distinct that we have to at least mention that the Australia fires in particular were were bad. I don't know that it's that it's something particular about the Australia fires. I mean, they were really there were a, it was a big big wildfire and lasted a really really long time. So there was just a lot of smoke, and I think it was really big i think the the news here is that this is the first time we've noticed that wildfires can negatively impact the ozone layer and it's a very frustrating finding because because we worked so hard to fix and and it was fixing itself like it was being repaired so to speak the the hole in the ozone layer so for those people who might not know about ozone and the ozone layer and maybe didn't live through the 80s and 90s where everybody was constantly talking about the ozone layer. Um, the ozone layer, ozone is O3. It's three atoms of oxygen, and it floats around in the upper atmosphere. Well, it floats around all through all throughout the atmosphere, but the ozone layer that we're talking about is in the upper atmosphere, the stratosphere. Yeah. And uh, the reason it's so important is that it, uh, it, it absorbs ultraviolet radiation from the sun. And it protects us vulnerable, puny, weak humans on the Earth uh, from UVB and UVC light, uh, ultraviolet radiation. And, sure. and the way that it does that is, and I'm, I'm explaining this not because it's just cool science, but also it'll help understand how wildfires have caused a problem, mm. um, which is the way that the the ozone layer protects us is that... Uh, Oxygen up in the atmosphere is, um, or or ozone up in the atmosphere. Whenever UV light hits it, it has enough energy that it will 
it will get absorbed by the o- the ozone or the O3, three atoms of oxygen. It absorbs that energy and it co- and it kicks off one of the oxygen atoms and creates just an oxygen molecule, O2, and a, and a, a float another free they call them a free radical oxygen atoms yeah. floating around. So it yeah. just knocks one of the oxygen atoms off. Now okay. you would think okay, so wouldn't you just run out of ozone from wouldn't the sun destroy the ozone layer if it's doing that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a self-sustaining process because other close related um, ultraviolet wavelengths also do the opposite. They they provide the energy for oxygen and those individual um, atoms to recombine to create ozone. So ultraviolet radiation from the sun is destroying um, ozone and then also creating it all the time. But because it's doing that, it has to absorb the radiation from the sun. And so it by absorbing it and causing that to happen, it doesn't make it down to us and it protects us. Right. So the ozone layer is very important. Yeah. Yeah. Because otherwise you'd have really bad sunburns. So what is it? Why, why is it? <laughs> you'd sizzle when you walked yeah. outside. Yeah. yeah. Why do you always? We always hear about um, uh, cow farts wrecking it. What's oh, the methane? Deal with, yeah. What's the deal with methane? I don't know that that does anything to the ozone layer. It does. Um, that's a different problem. Methane is a greenhouse gas, so it. Um, it's so. I, I'm glad you brought that up because it, it's it's easy to conflate these two they're both global warming or or climate change they're all environmental issues but the ozone layer the reason that's such a big deal is not so it that's not necessarily contributing to a greenhouse effect it's just that it's protecting life on earth from radiation from the sun dangerous radiation from the sun Um, so that's why the ozone layer is important but it does get a little bit more tangled up with this climate change thing that we're dealing with because of these wildfires. All right. Um, so do you guys remember back in the eighties and nineties when, when ozone, everyone was constantly talking about the whole, oh, yeah. the ozone it was hot. It was sure. a hot thing to talk about back then. Do you remember, <laughs> do you remember <laughs> all get the it? rage. Get it. Yeah. I get it. All right. <laughs> you remember what it was that was the cult, what everybody was blaming for, Putting oh, CFCs, right? It was hairspray. Hairsprays and, uh, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. CFCs, hairspray was a big thing. So CFCs are chlorofluorocarbons. That's the, the molecule. But we shorten that to CFCs because no one wants to say chlorofluorocarbons. I can barely say it. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, hairspray, like like aerosol cans use CFCs as a propellant. Um, also, it's in refrigerants for your refrigerator. It was in a, it was in a styrofoam. So this was a huge thing back in the 80s and 90s, and scientists discovered that, holy cow, we are rapidly, like very rapidly within the next few decades. Back then, they said, by 2050, we're not going to have an ozone layer anymore. That was their estimates. Um, and so... There is this big political mobilization to say we need to stop putting CFCs into anything. Mm. And it worked. And industries stopped. They came up, scientists came up with an alternative. And now things just really aren't made with CFCs anymore. And not only did it work to get them to stop using it, but the ozone layer has recovered or has started to recover in a big, big way. And so it was like this was a big success. 
science and politics all coming together. Everybody felt good about it, and and the whole world did something good, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And uh, the way that CFCs cause a problem is is inside that giant molecule. There's a chlorine atom that the sun, the chlorine from the CFCs gets out and then interrupts the process that process I described of of oxygen. Uh, break, ozone breaking apart and recombining because when it breaks apart the chlorine will grab up one of the oxygen molecules and won't let it recombine right. right that's the simplified way to it just interrupts the process when chlorine is in the atmosphere so back to the wildfires right how did the wildfire wildfires cause an ozone depletion well particles from the smoke get shot up into the stratosphere because it's really, really hot and hot things rise, right? Yeah. Um, it actually causes these fire-fueled thunderstorms that they call the clouds. They call them pyrocumulonimbus clouds. Oh, wow. Whoa. A cool name. Look at you. Um, they, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's like these wildfires cause thunderstorms to happen, but, it, but the result is that smoke gets shot way up into the upper atmosphere um, and the smoke contains uh, biological molecules, and then the sun interacts with those, and things get broken apart, and there's all these chemicals in the atmosphere now that come from down below, and one of those chemicals happens to be chlorine. Yeah. And so it causes the same problems that CFCs did, and it starts to put... Uh, it starts to deteriorate the ozone layer again. And in fact, um, all of the... All of the a lot of the progress that was made in repairing the ozone by by getting rid of CFCs has been undone just by it looks like just by the Australia wildfires and the ozone levels have dropped down below the average that there was between 2005, 2005 and 2019 and so that's concerning. Yeah. Why is it concerning? Because we have more and more and more wildfires and they're not predicted to slow down because of climate change. Yeah, and that, so. that seems bad. So all you Californians with your, oops, I dropped a cigarette out in the dirt. Caref careful this year. Not not that that solves your problem. You're going to have fires anyway. <laughs> but maybe we some of the man-made ones could slow down. That'd be good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All our fires yeah, always start with somebody shooting. some wildfires are unavoidable. Yeah, some just wow. some are happening because you lightning know. strikes, right? Dry right. brush, whatever. Sure, sure. Yeah. But yeah. the ones where, like out here, I swear, ours always start with some ding dong out in Payson mm -hmm. with his shotgun right. trying to hit a pigeon fifty yards away and ends up starting a fire. It's gender reveal, Scott. It's it's the whole gender reveal party has caused all the wildfires. That's right. It's all gender reveal. Yep. Yes. Just you know all, what? Next time you find out a gender, just say it. Yeah. Just go. Oh, it's a girl, and be done. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Be done. Not everything has to be a giant thing. Just right, say, right. here's the gender. He's, he's a little boy. Zuckerberg okay. had never invented social media. Yeah. <laughs> we wouldn't have wildfires. And we wouldn't have wildfires. Totally true. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. This is all This is all bad news, but uh, we're going <laughs> to... Yeah, I know. You picked... Kind of, I, 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 kept, I was searching for like the positive twist, but I, I, I hate to say it. Um <laughs> We haven't figured out the climate change thing yet, yeah. guys. <laughs> yeah, we're still there. We're still still digging around. But, uh, well, you know, whatever. It's also nice to hear when there are gains. Like hearing the ozone ozone layer was, you know, experienced a great deal of healing after yeah, we made a big reversible. change. It's great. The yeah. ozone layer problem is reversible if we can stop getting um, things into the upper atmosphere that are causing problems. Yeah. 
It'll because it's because it's already proven that it will it will self regulate if we back off. We just yeah. treat it a little nicer. Yeah, a little nicer. Yeah. Right. Like your mother will still make you pie if you treat her nicely. Can't we all just get along with the upper atmosphere? Can't we? <laughs> uh, getting along with the upper atmosphere with Bobby is a great title. Someone take there. We that go. Somebody put that in. Yeah, yes, it's real good. Uh, Bobby, as always, the pleasure of hanging out with you is ours. But uh, we'd like people to know more about where they can get more stuff. Where is All Around Science, and how do they get it? All Around Science lives where podcasts live in the the great podcast. The lower well, atmosphere. Yeah, the lower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and and we uh, we have a science episode every week where we talk about just cool things in science and what's going on in science news. This yesterday's episode that just came out, we had we had Nikki Ackerman's back. Nikki, and um, she's Nikki's always great. a delight to have on the episode. She is. She's yeah. awesome. Um, she's so fun, and we talked about. Um, we talked about whether birds have language or not. We discussed that. Oh, bird, bird language, birdlage. Yeah, I call she, it. She'd be expert on, right? Because she is a birder. Yeah. Yep. She and I'm realizing now that I missed the perfect opportunity for a birds the word joke. Uh, <laughs> the bird, bird, bird. Well, the bird is the word. Maybe she hasn't heard. Yeah, maybe she hasn't heard about the bird. About the bird? Yeah, about the bird. Uh, Nikki, uh, Zoe says Nikki's coming to Vegas. That's awesome. She is, yes. I hope she's bringing her big glasses. I hope so. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I hope so. She's she's great. I feel dumb when I'm around her. She is such a delight, yeah. (laughs) So I'm excited to feel even dumber while I'm around her, so we'll see how it goes. Um, All right, excellent stuff. Bobby, always a pleasure to have you here. Uh, We wish you you. nothing but but wind to your back for the rest of your day. Mm -hmm. All right? Mm Mm-hmm. We'll see you next here, time. Here. Bye now. All right. Uh, Brian, yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> as we close out today, uh, I would like to mention the following thing. Yeah. Play Retro today, 3.30 Mountain Time, going deep into the relationship of Capcom and uh, Disney back in the day when they were putting out games for the NES and Super NES and why one of those games in particular is considered an all-time classic that I never played at the time, but man, do people love this game, and that's DuckTales for the for the wow. Nintendo Entertainment System. Now, that may sound dumb and boring and for kids or whatever, <laughs> but apparently... And you're right, it is. And, but... <laughs> I, and I played that game this week. It is hard as nails. It's really, really freaking hard. And a lot of people say this is the Dark Souls games before Dark Souls games. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll get into that. So bring your childhood memories and your nostalgia to uh, play retro today at 3.30 Mountain Time right here at frogpants.tv or later on the sh- uh, site or wherever you get your podcast. Just look for uh, play retro. It's also a brand new soundography. Yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah, Manic Street Preachers, finally. Uh, him and I have been talking about this one for a long time, but this is a Britpop, uh, Britpop group that kind of barely made a little bit of a splash here in the U.S. Big in the U.K., though, and uh, the Manics. It's funny, I was in the uh, Barnes & Noble the other day looking for the uh, the cover magazine, the cover issue of Classic Rock oh, Magazine. Let's see what you got. I finally got The Rock's Greatest Covers. Yeah. It's uh, like this, you know, they should have just sent this to me. If they weren't going to interview me for the article, then they should have just automatically sent this to me. I agree. Anyway. You're the the cover um, master. What are they even thinking? I'm annoyed by this. What are they thinking? But, you know, they've got those one-off, quote-unquote, magazines like Justin Bieber Magazine and BTS Magazine and stuff like that. You see these weird things in Barnes & Noble. They actually have a Manic Street Preachers magazine, which blew my mind. I mean, it's one issue. 
Sure. These are all done as a single issue. They're really just fan books that are put into the periodicals mm-hmm. <laughs> section. But. They used to do this with video games. They would do like a one-off issue of Halo. or Right, uh, right. And Halo. it was really just cheat codes and tips yeah. on how to, yeah. Right. Yeah, it was yeah, all, I mean, it's all just like a big ad basically, but still it's kind right. of cool to have. Exactly. Yeah. I can't create a book, so I'm going to make a magazine. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, that uh, so that has absolutely zero to do with what, what uh, Soundography is about. Soundography, uh, Manic Street Preachers. Find out about this really cool band that had a uh, bizarre disappearance of one of their members in their early in their uh, career. Uh, you'll find that at soundography.com and uh, get it wherever you get your podcasts. Sounds great. Patreon.com slash TMS is how this show stays afloat. We're about to enter a new month very soon, so consider hopping in now. I want to thank Ryan Johnson, director of Knives Out, for being a supporter of the show. He's at the uh, grade A plus level. I'm sure. sure. I'm sure this Ryan Johnson never gets totally the same the one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I really liked Brick. Uh, let's see. Princess Chocobo <laughs> is also in here uh, at the grade A plus. Thank you for that. And also The Murd. The Murd. The Murd, who is at our morning brew level, which is a really great level if you guys want to check that out. If none of these make sense to you, go check it out on the Patreon and you'll figure it out. Also, there will be a PM edition of the show this week. We had a couple of weeks of Playdate, then Out of Townage. Then me in Dallas. Yeah. By the way, those three people you just mentioned, the patrons, uh, those, uh, so Ryan Johnson, Princess Jacobo, and the Murd, those are the final three bosses you encounter when you play um, uh, Solid Ferret, uh, the action RPG from Telltale Studios. Solid Ferret. Solid Ferret. Yeah, the uh, final three bosses that you that you get to. I want to play Solid Ferret now. <laughs> uh, well done. I actually really like Thank this you. new bit. It's very good. Uh, frogpants.com slash TMS is for everything else you might need. And I'm telling you, requesting songs, uh, whatever, it's all there. So head on over there and check it out. The morning stream at gmail.com for your feedback and thoughts. That is it for the show. We do need to leave with a song, though. And Brian brought one. I did. Uh, well, Alex, a.k.a. Sunraven, sent one. So technically, I just brought his. He says, hi, Scoot and Boot. My birthday is on the 27th, so I figured I would request something. What? I don't know, but it don't mean a thing if it ain't got that swing. So make it swing, mm. says Alex. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, we had some uh, requests earlier this week, so finally get to this one. Uh, but Alex, uh, how about a cover of... Technotronics classic Pump Up the Jam, which we actually talked about earlier in the show, or maybe it was in the pre-show. Um, this is by a an electro swing band called Swing Rowers or Swing Growers. I can't tell where that G belongs. Maybe no. it's Swing Growers. Maybe no. that's it. And you just pronounce the G with both words. Um, this is from the EP they released in 2014 called Do Not Cover. And it also includes a really cool electro swing cover of Mr. Sandman. But this one's the one I chose because I think it rocks. Here's Pump Up the Jam by Swing Growers.
that stump it Air the jam is pump it Look ahead, the crowd is jumping Pump it up a little more Get the party going on the dance floor See, cause that's where the party's at They'll find out if you know that Part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Twenty dollars. Big bets. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Mm, twenty dollars. Yep. Big bet. Get in there uh, the not big the bet. small bets. Those are less. But the big bets. Twenty dollars. Twenty dollars. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.